I'm recording this right next to the window. It's dark outside. It's snowy. It is really cold and I I hate this kind of weather. I'm already ready for summer. (laughs) It's our first snow and I do not like it. But I say this because I just saw Matt pull back into the driveway after leaving where he wanted to sit down and watch some Monday night football, but he left to go deliver a Together for Advent game for me to a neighbor because he knew I had something to do and I didn't want to go out in the cold. And it's just a very sweet, endearing thing to know that you help each other out and you're there for one another. Is marriage always that great? Heck no. Of course it's not. And I have been married 16 years. It is not always great. It's not always happy. It's not always fun. There are a lot of hard things. And there are a lot of moments like this that are just everyday ordinary that do make you sit and think, yay, we've we've created something really special and really cool and this is working. And what the heck are we doing to make this continue to be strong? Well, today I want to talk about that with you guys and just some things that I think I have seen over the years to know what makes a marriage survive. If we're going to have this podcast week after week and call it Families That Stick Together, then we better be talking about marriage because it's the glue of any family. Let's chat about this and really get to the heart of why we need to hold our marriages really high with a whole lot of care and sacredness in our families. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to Families That Stick Together, just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who's first generation American, because my grandpa is from Poland, Jennifer Zumbiel. I want to share with you guys this week's podcast review, but I want to preface it with this. Whenever I started this business, obviously, I knew my warm market, like my friends and family, would hop on board and and really encourage me with my together products and all that. And of course, they did. And I'm so grateful for that. And it led me to have confidence to pursue people I don't know and all of that and grow this business. Well, the same sort of thing happened with the podcast because, of course, my warm market knew that I was starting this podcast, my existing customers. And so when I record these week after week, I always picture the people that I know who are already 
to gather fans and who I've built a relationship with. And I always record thinking, I wonder who's going to find us this week or, you know, who is this for that I don't even know. And I love to think of those people. So when I got this review, it was pretty cool because of what it says. This is from Abby, and Abby, thank you so much for this. It really made my day. It says, I love Jennifer. I just randomly found this podcast and so thankful. Jennifer just instantly brings you in with her sweet voice and really gives great ideas on intentional relationships within the family. Thank you. That... just makes me so happy for so many reasons. I just really appreciate that nice compliment, but also because you randomly found this podcast. That is pretty cool. It means that you guys are helping this be found and leaving these reviews helps it pop up in people's feeds and just, of course, sharing. So thank you for that. And I'm really excited about today's episode because we're talking about marriage and I don't really focus on that much, (laughs) which sounds bad. I focus on it in my real everyday life, of course, with Matt, but I don't always talk about it on here. And it's kind of funny because when, when I started this whole business, I started it on the Together for Family dinner game, although it was only called just Together because I, my vision at the time was of course, just for just that one product for families to grow stronger. And as it evolved, I had to change it to together for family dinner because I had to differentiate it from subsequent products that I was going to be making. But a year after I made that one, I just put together for date night out there. And and the crazy thing is I realized after the family dinner one went out was that, you know, I I always talk about building our family strong, and of course we have to, but if we do not focus on our marriage, what the heck's going to happen to our family, right? Because the busyness and the distractions come and come, and they cave in, and they keep piling up, and I think the first thing that we neglect is typically our marriage, not because we want to. But because we think, oh, you'll be there for me. I got to pay attention to the kids. I got to do this. We have to run this place. We're stressed out about this, whatever it is. And you've been there all along. I know you'll still be there. But the truth is we have to cultivate that relationship. We all know it. But do we sit down and really tend to it and care for it? Today's episode is from a, a blog post that I wrote on the eve of one of our anniversaries, and it was the eve of our uh, 15th anniversary, actually. And I I really love this blog post. Obviously, it's special to me because it's about our own marriage, but I, I think that you guys will really enjoy this perspective because it's so real and it's something that we really need to stop and pause and think about if we really are pursuing our spouse still and if we are really looking toward the end and the finish line and what we want to accomplish. So I would like to sit with you guys and share this with you. Have you ever watched a marathon? Have you ever stood on the side of the race and really looked at the eyes of those runners? 
Have you ever had the privilege of taking in the whole scene at mile 26? Most of them are hurting. Some are crying. Some are bleeding. Some are limping. Some have a friend who jumped out of the crowd to run them in. But they are all moving forward. They are all focused on that finish line, no matter how much pain and anguish it is creating for them. Because of my marathon running husband, I have had the opportunity to witness this mile in this life-changing race many times. It is simply incredible and one that always leaves me in tears. It really does. As the bystander of all this greatness, I am constantly brought to tears when I get to watch this. It is really hard for me to watch in my husband or in complete strangers and and not be overcome with so much emotion for what they are accomplishing right before my eyes. In my opinion, there are not too many places in life where this level of commitment is modeled as an example for others to see. If you want to see perseverance, pain, character, commitment, and the human spirit undergo the most self-inflicted stress and still survive, go watch a marathon. Or go watch a marriage. Yep, a marriage. The equivalent in human relationships to running a marathon. Ongoing training, consistency, downhill strides, uphill battles, pain, perseverance, self-doubt, self-motivation, cheering, victory, and above all, commitment. Can you imagine anything more valuable to watch? When it comes to our anniversary or just some significant moment in our marriage and and that of our high school sweetheart marriage, I cannot help but reflect that our entire journey has been based on one word, commitment. I will never forget choosing the scripture readings for our sacrament of marriage, which was May 29th, 2004. We chose Matthew Chapter 7, verses 24 to 29. You know it. It's the one that says, The house that remains when the floods come and the winds beat against it is the one built on stone. That's it. That's the secret. Something solid. Something that will not shake. It won't collapse. It won't fall because it is incapable of it. I always thought that foundation was faith. The faith we would promise to grow in ourselves, the faith we would promise to give and instill in our children, the ways we would go to church every single Sunday for 16 years, even through a pandemic, except maybe just a handful throughout all those years. But I always thought it would be the faith in the prayers we would pray together with our children multiple times a day, the ways we would try very hard to live our lives as the hands and feet of Christ. But as I really look back, I think the first step in even making faith a solid foundation in our marriage is that we first had to make a commitment. That is the difference between the crumble, the collapse. That is the difference between what the world says will hold a marriage together and what God knows will hold a marriage together. That daily mindset that you will not give up, 
that there is no other option, that you will keep running through the pain, the injuries, the tears, and you will make it to that finish line because that is the commitment you made all those years ago when you said, I do. Through 16 years of marriage, we have definitely weathered our storms, job changes, financial headaches, sacrifice after sacrifice, four children, conflicting views, outside opinions, and stress after stress. But we made a covenant before God and welcomed those storms because we knew the joy of victory would far outweigh the cost of pain. It's funny to think that all the times I watch my husband running those marathons, it has always been a metaphor for what he was teaching me all along, learning what true commitment is. It has been the greatest gift my husband and I have given each other and has been the foundation of the promise we made to each other over 16 years ago. It is the legacy we pass to our children who witness that marriage is built on solid values and not something to be quit when it gets too tough. We have reaped over and over the fruits of self-sacrifice and determination, and above all, we have done it together. We, those of us who are currently in marriage, owe it to all the bystanders to fight as hard as we can to model our commitment to exemplify it through the victory and the pain, and to let them see our greatness. Just like that of a marathon runner, our steadfastness should bring them to tears because they see the beauty of how hard we work and how the human spirit can overcome and survive. They should understand that the secret of our strength lies in the fact that we never had a choice to quit. Then, when it's all over, though the rains come in torrents and the flood rotters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse. Because, as Matthew 7.25 says, it is built on rock. And that is what our world will cheer for over and over again. Our commitment. Friends, I think the truth is that we live in a world that does not celebrate commitment. It doesn't cheer for it. It doesn't encourage it. It doesn't make it easy. And we owe it to our children, our our spouse, what we want for our future, what we want to see this world. Just, goodness, just embrace we owe it to them to be brave enough to to show our commitment to be committed to our commitment and just to rejoice in it and to celebrate our friends and our family that we see holding true to this commitment in marriage it is not easy and everything i said in there all the ups and downs, the hills, the valleys, we all know that's part of it. But if we want to be these families that stick together, how much more powerful is it for us to model that in our marriage first so that we can raise our children to know that that 
is what God created marriage to be. Today's bonus question is a question between me and Matt. We are going to answer a sticker from the Whisper Sweet Nothings category. This one says, your personality complements my personality in this way. Matt, what would you say? So I would say that I am probably more uh, laid back, um, especially with the kids and letting them kind of do a little bit more of what they want to do instead of what they should do. <laughs> and so it's nice that you can kind of help to, to rein them in to make sure, oh yeah, they have to have their homework finished and they uh, you know need to get to bed on time. Like last night when I was working on um, the surprise refinishing of a desk for Anna in the basement and somehow they convinced you to watch an entire movie starting at like 8.30 on a school night. <laughs> They said that it was... It's a virtual school night, so in his defense, they weren't starting school till 9 o'clock. But they said that mom said it was okay if I said it was okay. So I said it was okay. Yeah, they pulled a fast one on you. So. All right, so I would say your personality complements my personality in... This is a little different but from how you answered, but I would say I am kind of like gullible and <laughs> and like think everything's kind of hilarious about different things and you make me laugh about everything and say you can say the same joke over and over and I will be rolling laughing <laughs> probably true <laughs> because I just think your jokes are so funny and you're you do voice impressions. Anyway, you compliment mine because you know that you can get me to laugh at anything, and that's a pretty cool quality. Cool. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> you can try this sticker and 104 more at togethermoments.com shop. For all of you out there that have gone through the hard seasons, gone through the joyful seasons, and in the really big struggles and the really good victories. I commend you because I know it is not easy. It can be a daily challenge. It's a daily renewal of your vows in that covenant before God. I, I get it. I do. We have four children and it gets crazier every day. And I'd love to say that our marriage just is it just grows stronger because the years go by and build it stronger, but it takes a whole lot of effort, and we all know that. There are a whole lot of things, as I'm sure you would agree with. We could probably have a conversation on and on for hours about this, but especially through my eyes as a parent, there are so many things I look at, and I just get so sickened by what they're teaching our children about the values surrounding it. But one of those is marriage. I get so angry when my kids are watching some TV show that's supposed to be for them. And it's just casually throwing around the term my ex-husband or my boyfriend or whatever. And, you know, yes, that's real life. That's fine. Our kids 
are going to know that exists, but I I hate how it just nonchalantly throws that to our kids and makes that feel so normal in the sense of, hey kids, if you grow up and your marriage doesn't work out, it's cool. It's not. It's For the people that it doesn't work out for, it is horrible heartache and it's not something to be taken casually or lightly. And there's a whole lot behind that. And for for us who can model just what we want our children to see in the value of marriage, we need to be doing that and we need to model it for those in our neighborhood and our kids' friends and all of that. I, I think that there's so much that we could really take from our marriage to be examples to those around us. And so I encourage you to do that. And of course, you know, I made this date night game because I know that it's always in the small moments where the big things have to happen because the small moments are all we have. (laughs) A lot of us, we're so busy. We get to the end of the night. We want to plop down on the couch. One person gets on the iPad. One person gets on the TV. You're both scrolling on your phone. I get it. I really, really do. And I know. And I made this date night game because all you got to do is peel the sticker and you all, you can connect so quickly in 10 minutes or less and you're going to have this really solid conversation. And we all know that when our communication starts to break down, our relationship really runs the risk of breaking down as well. So why not add these solid things to it? If you want to use together for date night, I'm here for you. I'll help you out. If you don't, Do something for your marriage daily that's making that communication foundation really, really strong because that's really the secret for, you know, making that um, just permeate into every other area of your relationship and, of course, growing your family stronger. So, again, I'm cheering for you, friend. Thanks for sitting here on this one. I hope that if you like this episode, you'll share it with someone. Maybe you'll sit down and listen to it with your spouse and just this will be a really good conversation starter for you all. So keep running that race, keep going strong, and keep staying committed to the commitment. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.